Hallelujah. Well, praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Why? Because he's worthy. Amen. Didn't he keep you another week? Come on now. Didn't he keep you another week? Come on now. Praise God. You don't even know if Corona came your way or not. Because it died on contact. Come on now. Somebody says it's dying on contact. That ought to be your confession. Amen. Psalms 91. No plague shall come nigh my dwelling. Come on now. You shouldn't have anything in your dwelling that you don't want in your dwelling. You shouldn't have to put up with anything in your dwelling that you don't want in your dwelling. Amen. And when you live in the kingdom of God, you have a right to that promise. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You have a right to all the promises of God when you come into the family of God. Amen. Hallelujah. That promise belongs to you as a child of God. And the reason why you come to church is to find out what belongs to you and what you have a right to as a child of the Most High God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You want to live with the privileges and benefits that belong to you as a citizen in the kingdom of the Most High God. Amen. Jesus didn't come to offer you a denomination. Amen. He did not come to bring you a denomination. After you got saved, he didn't want you to say you was of this denomination or that. He wanted you to say that you are the kingdom of God. Most of all, he wanted you to say that you were in the family of God. That you are a child of the Most High God. And it just so happens your big brother is the king. Amen. Of the kingdom that he came to establish in this earth and now you become a citizen of that kingdom and this Bible tells you what belongs to you. Yes. Amen. Amen. And where faith comes in, faith is believing the promises, every promise that God has left you. That no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, that promise is yours. Amen. Amen. And you're willing to stand on that promise, no matter what it looks like, no matter how the wind blows, no matter how the storms come, you're willing to stand on what belongs to you. Amen. It's one thing to stand up for your, your rights as a citizen of a, of a country, but it's another thing to stand up for your rights in a spiritual kingdom. Amen, of what belongs to you. And if you get strong in that, praise God forever, when the manifestations of the promises of God begin to show up in your life, people can't help but notice the change that's going to overtake your life. Amen. So you bring your Bible with you today. We're going to get into the Word of God. I want you to, and I may have to do a little review today because we've been talking about the kingdom of God because that is the message that Jesus preached. You got your Bible with you? Praise God. You need a Bible because it tells you how to live for God and it tells you how to live as a citizen in the kingdom of God. Amen. God went on record, I believe it's Hosea 4, 6. He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You don't want to get caught up in that because when you get to heaven, you're going to find out you could have lived a better life than you lived. Amen. Praise God. So look over here in... Um, um, 
Let's go over here to Matthew. I want to look at this so we can understand again. You know, I found out you have to preach the same message seven times before 25% of the people get what you said. Amen. That's like being a teacher and having 10 students in the classroom and about two or three of them actually pass. Right. Board, board of Education want to know what you teach them. It's <laughs> so not what I'm teaching that I listen. <laughs> hey, man, you have to pay attention when the spiritual things are being ministered. Amen. So always have your Bible and uh, always take notes if something stands out to you, because that's what the Holy Ghost wants you to study. Amen. Amen. So if you got your Bible, take it out. Let's go over that. And I want to talk about the kingdom of God. Amen. Or the kingdom of heaven. I want to talk about those realities. And I'm asking you to turn to Matthew because I want you to know the announcement that Jesus was making. He wasn't saying that a church was here. Amen. He wasn't saying a denomination was here. He was saying a kingdom was here. That's what he was saying. Amen. You got to understand a kingdom is a place where a king is appointed to rule. And then he has a domain and a realm in which he rules in. And whatever he says in that realm, that's what goes. Amen. And because he's setting up a kingdom, he is saying there is no opposition. Amen. There is no, in my realm, there is, the reason why I have a kingdom in the first place is because there is no opposition that can overtake the realm that I rule in. Amen. So when you're in the kingdom of God, God was, when he says, if God be for you, Amen. Then there is nothing that can resist or stand against you. Why? Because in the realm where his kingdom rules and he is for you. Amen. Then there is nothing that can stand against you. Amen. Say amen to that. Hallelujah. There is no virus that can stand against you. There is no spiritual opposition that can stand against you. There is no physical opposition that can stand against you. When the day is over with, praise God, you're going to be more than a conqueror, amen, because God was for you. Come on now. You can sleep peaceful at night when you know you're in the kingdom of God. Amen. You can go to sleep at night. Why? The Bible said when you're in the kingdom, the angels encamp around about you. Come on now. When you were sleeping last night, there was angels watching over your house. The devil had a plan, but it wasn't big enough. Come on now. He had a plan, but it wasn't big enough. A lot of times the old saints used to say, he saved us from danger seen. So y'all been around the old saints. He saved me from what I didn't even know was coming. Amen. I didn't even have to worry about it, praise God, because I didn't even know it was coming. But the, but, but the angels of the Lord and the power of God stopped it from happening. Come on now. That's why you should get up every day and say, no weapon. Come on. That's Isaiah 54, verse 70. Formed against me can prosper. Amen. No opposition can succeed against me because now I'm in the kingdom. Now, before I got in the kingdom, amen, amen, whatever wanted to come against me that was stronger than me could have had effect on my life. But in this kingdom, the Bible says he saved me from my enemies that was too strong for me. They were too strong for me, but they weren't too strong for him. But when you covenant with God, praise God, your enemies, amen, can come in one way, the Bible said, and they can end up fleeing seven different ways. You ought to give God some praise this morning. Because you are kept by the power of God. 
unto salvation. Amen. Well, that's the benefits of living in the kingdom. You can have good days. Amen. For every day is a good day in the kingdom of God. Praise God. So turn over here to Matthew chapter. I got to give you this verse of scripture. I want you to know what Jesus preached. I want you to see that. Then I want to talk about. I want you to know he preached the kingdom of God. And then I want you to know that there's some heavenly realities associated with that, with that message. Amen. Now look over here in, um, in Matthew chapter four. I said three, turn to Matthew chapter four. And um, let's take a look at this. And it says Matthew chapter four, verse 17. And this is what happened from the moment Jesus got baptized. And the Bible said the heavens opened up. The heavens opened up. And, you know, we talked, I think it was Wednesday or Sunday, that there is a spiritual world and there is a physical world. And you got to know both of them because both of them affect your life. Amen. You got to understand them both. Most people only understand what they can see, what they can hear, what they can smell, what they can touch and what they can feel. That's all they that's all they understand. When you are born into the kingdom of God, you have just received access to understand the spiritual realm as well as you understand the natural realm. Amen. And not only being born again, are you are you becoming and having greater discernment about the spiritual realm around you. You are born into the kingdom of the almighty God. Amen. Amen. And all the power that heaven has belongs to you. Amen. You're no longer a victim once you get saved. And it's time for the New Testament believer and the church to stop acting like victims. That, that if the person I don't want to get in the White House, amen, I said it, if the person I don't want, then it's going to cause a strain on my life. Well, you're not of that kingdom anyway. No, you're not. You're not of that kingdom. Your assignment in the kingdom of God is pray for whoever gets in there. Amen. You know, my wife and I was talking about this morning, David, <laughs> The Bible said when the righteous and authority people rejoice uh-huh. and David was put on the throne in the nation of Israel because he had a heart after God's own heart. God picked a man that had his heart that would go after his heart. But when you read the Bible, you're going to find out God told David not to count the soldiers in his army because power doesn't come from numbers. Because the Bible said God can save by many or by few. But but an evil spirit intimidated David and he began to count the soldiers and he disobeyed God. Then a curse came on the land with the person that God wanted on the throne. Do you get what I'm saying? You can pick the right person. You can either yield to your enemies and let your enemies come in and discipline you or plague can come, or famine can come. That's your choice. Not three good, it wasn't three good choices at all. (laughs) Every one of them is trouble. What am I trying to say? Because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It should not bring the believer Mm -hmm. 
to a point of strife who's in the White House. Because the right one can make mistakes. The one you perceive as the right one can make mistakes. And the one that you perceive as the wrong one can end up doing right. Amen. I'm trying to help you this morning so you don't lose no sleep in November. Amen. I'm trying to keep the, I'm just trying to let the saints go to sleep in November. Amen. Because of who you think is going to get in the White House. Amen. Praise God. The only house that counts is God's house. The Jesus house. Amen. Where he's king. What the church should be doing, the Bible says you have the church has an assignment to pray for whoever gets in there. Amen. Praise God. So if it's perceived as the wrong one, praise God, your intercession is going to help the wrong one do the right thing. That's right. And if the right one gets in there, your intercession, your intercession is going to help the right one to keep doing the right thing. Amen. Because the devil goes after people that are in authority. I can prove it. The devil can go after the person that is, he always goes after the person that's in authority. So when a home, a home has authority, doesn't it? That's, God has set order in the home, hasn't he? Yes, he has. He has made somebody the head of that institution called the family and the home. And who is that? Y'all, y'all look like y'all didn't know. <laughs> there we go now. Amen. You read, you, you read your Bible for the order in the home, haven't you? Yes, sir. Amen. Yes. He says the husband is the head. Even Christ is the head, as Christ is the head of the church. And he gives himself. Amen. He is the savior of the body. That's who he is. So who do you think the devil's going after? One of the biggest problems in our country is fatherless homes. Men that have been taken out. Kill the head, kill the, head the body will die. You take him out. And, I, and the mother, and I come from a single parent household. So I'm not trying to criticize. I hope you don't ever think I'm doing that. I'm just trying to give you truth. That's all I'm ever trying to do is trying to give you truth. If you take any piece out, there's a deficit. But if you take the head out, there's going to be a deficit that affects the whole household. Bible says smite the shepherd or the leader and the sheep will scatter. One of the greatest things my mother did, though, even though that happened in our home, is to make sure we were always in church. Yes. Amen. Make sure we were always in church. And this is the place I got my answers. Yes. Amen. Because God has promised in his covenant, if your mother forsake you and your father forsake you, I will take you up. Yes. I'll be a father to the fatherless. Yes. See, the kingdom of God makes up the difference. Yes. Come on now, the kingdom comes in your life to make up the difference where, where others may have not been able to provide for you, amen, as the kingdom provided instructions to provide. 
God makes up the difference. He gave me a great pastor. That's what he did. He gives you a good, he's paying. He, he says, I'm going to give you pastors after my heart. You still need to pray for them. Amen. They still have to make right decisions. But I'm going to give you somebody after my heart that's going to feed you with knowledge and understanding. And that's what he gave me. So your life will be fruitful and multiply. Amen. Amen. That's, that exists in the kingdom. Pastors are a gift that's in the kingdom. Amen. Praise God. And he gives you the Holy Ghost to show you who that person is. And when he showed me who that person was in my life, it stayed that way for 35 years and I've never changed it. I didn't have to change it. And when he got up and I'm 24 years old, just turned 24 years old and and Pastor Seth and I had, we were newlyweds and we were sitting in the church and he gets up and says in front of me, I'm sitting just where you are right now. I never miss. When I got, when I get somebody that's a gift from God, come on now, I I was trying to get that scripture. Every perfect gift comes from heaven. Every good and when when God gives you something from heaven, trust me, you need it. Amen. I'm going to try to go there today. When God gives you, want what comes from heaven. God is sending something from you from heaven. You don't want nothing in your life that didn't come from heaven. I'm going to show you the scripture in the morning. Lord, let me, let, let me get to it. Praise God. And he gets up, and I'm, I'm 24 years old. I got a baby on the way. Got a new wife, baby on the way. And when he gets up and he says, and I'm not talking about anybody, you know, and I can get, and let me say this again, I'm not being critical. I'm just trying to tell you God sent somebody in my life. He helped me and sent somebody in my life. The, king, the, 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 the abilities of the kingdom come to your life to rescue you. From any form of failure and any form of setback loss that could ever come to your life when you begin to receive the benefit, when you begin to be a recipient of the kingdom and believe in it. And he got up and he, he said this and he said this. He said, you can have this church. That's what he said. You can have my home. You can have my money. You can have my car. But you cannot have my wife and my children. I'm sitting there, I'm 24 years old. I never heard nobody say that from, I've been in church my whole life. I never heard one man say that that stood behind this podium. The foundation of all God's creation is the family. It's the ruling it's the ruling institute that he put in the earth. The assignment of the enemy is to make sure whatever home you in catches hell. That's his job. His job is that people worry about who get in the White House. The question is who's in your house? It's, it's, It's a bigger problem of who's in your house then who's in the White House? Right. Amen. Amen. Come on now. It's people going to come in that White House and go, come and go, come and go. But you don't want that happening in your house. Amen. Praise God. You want your house to be a stable place that God has built where there's a legacy there. Praise God. Come on now. That's what you want your house to be. And God is the builder of homes. 
I had to learn that you can't build one by yourself. That's right. He's the builder of the home. He said, divorce is not an option for us. That's what he said. I'm just telling you what he said. I'm sitting where you were sitting and I'm just telling you what I heard. When I was a young man, I was a, because of what a home I was brought up in. And now I'm just going, I'm just following the spirit. Praise God. I don't have no script. I just get up because somebody need this. Amen. I don't know. Somebody be needing this stuff. Praise God. Because I get my notes and all this and we just go, praise God. We just go wherever the Holy Ghost wants, wants to take us. Because if I'm going to talk about the kingdom, I got to talk about families first. Because the first thing God put in authority in the kingdom was a family. A man and a woman, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So if you married this morning, you're supposed to look at it, honey, we're going to do this thing. Come on now. That's the most powerful thing God put on the planet. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Praise God. That's what you, you just got enough time on this planet to do this. That's what you got enough time on this planet to do this. And if you're young and you're single, praise God, you better figure out who you're going to do this with. Because you can't do this with just anybody. That's why the Bible said, don't be unequally yoked. Find somebody that want to do the kingdom. Find somebody that want to do it the kingdom way. Man, I was so terrified of marriage when after listening to all the horror stories growing up as a child, I got up and made a confession. I'm never getting married. <laughs> that'll solve that. <laughs> that'll check. That'll fix that. Yeah. Just make a declaration that you're never going into it. <laughs> Hopefully your words will set the course for your life <laughs> and you can follow that path. Right. Praise God. But unless you're a eunuch, you're going to have trouble. Unless you're a eunuch. Right. So what's a eunuch? Exactly. Yeah, well, tell them about it in the hallway. <laughs> Unless you're a eunuch, you're going to have a problem with that confession. Because you're going to get to feeling some kind of way. Come on. Amen. Amen. The Bible said if you burn and get married. Yeah. I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> I'm all over there, praise God. But this is where you live at. But I am where you live. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that come on me and I had to make some decisions. <laughs> I found out real quick I wasn't a eunuch. Said that ain't gonna work. That confession is not going to work. He said, we don't there's another man, he ain't a eunuch either. Praise God. He said he's not either. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I decided to get married. And God said, Keith, you don't have to be afraid. See, sometimes you can enter into things that you're afraid. You can be afraid of the task in front of you. Because if you can't see success, it's a reason to be alarmed. Yeah. If yeah. you feel like you're going to fail at something you're going to go into, mm -hmm. it's, it's not good going into it. Wow. You know. But God comes to me, amen, and he said, Keith, you don't have to be afraid. Amen. amen. You're going to have some drama, but you don't have to be afraid of it. <laughs> That's right. Amen. amen. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. If you get married, you're going you're gonna, to, yeah, hey, praise God. There's going to be some. Why? The drama comes because two trying to be one flesh. Two are trying to function as one. That's the reason why the Bible said, how can two walk together? I believe that's Amos 3.3. 3. How can two start walking together in one direction unless they both agree? And the drama comes in where they don't agree. Amen. And it comes into some lively conversations. Amen. It makes some lively conversations. Praise God. And so you, you got to learn a lot. And so, so what he said, what, he, what Dr. Jacobs was saying, he said, it's going to be things on the table. It's going to come up for discussion. But divorce is not an option. We will work it out. Amen. Amen. Praise God. One of the ways that will make it a lot easier on you is to make sure that you both agree that the kingdom and pursuing the kingdom will be the focus of our family. Amen. So if the decision is opposing the kingdom, we ain't even got to fight about that. Amen. If it's going to be in opposition to the kingdom, we don't even have to fight about that. Amen. Amen. Come on now, I'm trying to help you. Hallelujah. You're helping. Amen. Amen. So when it came down to, when it comes down to finances and our finances, how we're going to respond with our finances in the union, we took all the instructions from what the kingdom said to do about your money. Amen. Because in the kingdom, there's not supposed to be any lack. That's right. Amen. Amen. In the kingdom, there's supposed to be no lack in your budget. No. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm Hallelujah. talking about the kingdom of God. Amen. That's why Jesus said, repent because the kingdom is here and believe the gospel. Yeah. Because if you in the kingdom, if you seek it first, yeah. uh-huh. all the things that the world is after is going to come to you. That's right. Amen. 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 In the kingdom, if you honor God financially, he says, I'm going to open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot contain. In the kingdom, it's not supposed to be any debt anyway. You say, well, I got it. Why do I have it? Because you're not fully living in the kingdom like the Bible says. Amen. And neither neither am I, but I'm going after of it. That's why I keep preaching on it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I see my house paid off. Hallelujah. I see the church paid off. I see yours paid off because the kingdom is here. Mortgages belong to the kingdom of the world. And what Jesus is trying to do is get us out of the kingdom of the world living and put us over here. So there's supposed to be enough money in your family so that you don't have to fight over money. Come on. You can get the couch. Amen. Praise God. And the fishing gear. You're supposed to be able to get them both. That's right. Come on now. 
but money don't hold your house together because if money was holding people's houses together, then everybody that got money shouldn't be splitting up. So having money can't be it. But money is an issue. Amen. The only way to hold a home together is through the kingdom of God, through God building your house. So God gave me somebody to look at. He gave me somebody to look at, somebody that was following his pattern. And I had a pattern I could follow because I didn't have a pattern in my home. Somewhere, the, how you, I used to say it like this, if you can't see it, you can't be it. Amen. That's why he said the older men ought to be teaching the younger ones. Amen. And the older women ought to be teaching the younger women. Amen. You shouldn't be an older one and tripping. People got to come to church and watch your old self trip. Yeah. <laughs> Still cussing and, and gossiping and, and carrying on. And then the young saints got to look at that. And then the music start playing. We got to watch you jump and shout and all this kind of stuff. Like there's no real reality to your worship. I'm just trying to help you this morning. Praise God. The kingdom is here. Amen. Look down here in the Bible here in uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. You ought to be there by now. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. We're trying to give kingdom realities this yes. morning. Because your life is getting ready to change drastically yes. if you can accept the kingdom of God. Yes. God is not trying to say it again. He's not trying to get you in the denomination. He's trying to get you in the kingdom. Look what he says right here. From, the time, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means the rule and dominion of heaven has just come to earth and just invaded it. And in order to get the best out of it, you have to repent. Yeah. Come on now, I keep saying that. Amen. Praise God. If you're doing something in opposition to the kingdom, then you become an enemy of the kingdom. And the benefits that we are preaching will not materialize in your life because it takes the power of the king to bring it to pass anyway. And if I'm in living in opposition to him, or let me put it this way, and if I'm thinking in opposition to him, then I'm behaving in opposition to him. So repentance means, it doesn't mean to say I'm sorry for what I did. He's not asking for that. And a lot of times people get born again, they come down there crying, talking about how bad they were. Jesus ain't concerned about how bad you were. He wants to know if you're willing to change the way you think. Amen. Because his blood has wiped away all the bad you've ever done. Amen. Praise God. He done wiped it all away. All he wants to know now are you willing to change the way you think? Because thinking controls behavior. Thinking controls behavior. Amen. If the enemy ever brings you an opposing thought, he's trying to get you to act on it. And that's why the Bible says when opposing thoughts come, the moment a thought comes that you know is outside the realms of aligning with the kingdom, you're supposed to cast that down. If it's gossip, you're supposed to cast that down. You right. because he has to suggest to you. Uh-huh. He wants to suggest to you. 
opposition thoughts so you can act on them. You have to cast them down. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is saying, repent. Why? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Look over here in verse 23 in the same chapter. Verse 23 in the same chapter. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23. And Jesus went about what? All of Galilee. Teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of what? And he's just abbreviating that, and that, abbreviating that. We can say the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. So wherever he went, yeah. he didn't have a variety of messages. No, he didn't. He didn't have a calendar of different messages through the year because you might get bored at hearing the kingdom every day. He didn't have a variety of messages. He went, he for three years, mm -hmm. amen, amen, he went and preached the kingdom, the kingdom. is here. Yes. Amen. If anything's going to work, you need to real know where the reason why it's working is because the king is here. Yes. And, and with all power, praise God. Yes. Amen. And, and his kingdom is here. Yes. His angels are here. Amen. Yes. The Holy Ghost is here. Yes. The power of God is here, amen, to bring a whole new way of living yeah. into existence. And he's making the announcements of it. And then he's demonstrating it. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. And there's no kingdom can compare to his kingdom. His kingdom can produce in ways others can't. Mm -hmm. That's what he was demonstrating. Yeah. In this kingdom, there's no lack. He's out there with 5,000 men, not counting the women and children. Right. And they just have a few fish and a few loaves. Right. And, and he looks at his disciples and says, y'all feed them. And then they start, they start, and you see, when you are challenged, when a challenge comes in front of you, you start looking for solutions. Amen. Amen, praise God. You start looking for solutions and you look for the solution in the kingdom that you're most aware of. Well, come on. Yes, you do. You start looking for answers in the kingdom that you're most aware of. And so they start looking into the cities and seeing if it was enough bread in the cities to feed the people. They start counting their money, the money that that kingdom printed up. They start looking at the money that came out of that kingdom to decide if they could buy enough to take care of the people, amen, that were hungry. And when they looked at the money that was in the kingdom, they said it wasn't enough money. When they looked at the cities that was in that kingdom, they said it's not enough food in the cities. Amen. And they began to realize there is no natural ability of any natural kingdom that can solve this problem. Oh, but the kingdom of heaven is here. Amen. That was what he preached. He said, I'm preaching this. I'm not giving you a variety of messages. I'm talking about the variety of trouble that comes to your life. And it doesn't matter what variety of troubles, the variety of challenges that come. It doesn't matter if it's an election. The kingdom baby is here. And it rules over all. But the Bible said Jesus knew what he was going to do. He didn't look to the natural to fix a supernatural problem. The Bible said he looked to heaven. Come on now, because every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father. Don't you remember how God rained manna out of heaven for 40 years? 
God can set a table in the wilderness, hallelujah. There's never a running out with God. They called him Jehovah Jireh because he's the provider. Psalms 145 said he can open his hands and all living is supplied. Abraham called him Jehovah Jireh because there was a ram in the bush. He don't know where the ram came from. He don't know what the ram's name was. He don't know how the ram got there. He just knows that God will provide. Amen. You're not supposed to know where it's coming from. You're not supposed to know how it's coming. You're just supposed to know it's coming. Because he can't leave me like this. He can never leave me. He cannot forsake me. He's got to be with me to the ends of the world. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice in it. He daily loaded me with benefits. David said goodness and mercy shall follow me. I done had people trying to kill me. People lying on me. People trying to hold me back, but no weapon formed against me. Amen. His goodness and his mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You ought to be able to talk about every day. You ought not get up in the morning. I don't know how this thing going to turn out. That means you're looking to the wrong kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why he never changed the message. Yeah. Glory to God. You're never going to live out the realities of the Bible unless you understand the kingdom is here. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need another message. That's right. You need this one. Exactly. The kingdom yeah. of God is here. Yeah. That's all he preached. I mean, and then he tells the disciples, y'all go out. We are. They speak to say, I want to preach on you are healing Jesus. <laughs> He said, don't preach on that. John said, I want to preach on bread everywhere. <laughs> bread is falling everywhere. <laughs> That's going to be the title of my message. Bread is falling everywhere. He said, no, no, don't preach on that. Don't change the message. The message is the kingdom is here. Bible said he was after his resurrection, his passion, he talked to the disciples and the apostles 40 days, the resurrected Lord of glory yes. up from the dead. Yes. Bible said he walked through the walls on them. He said, but when you go preach, go preach the kingdom. Yes. The Bible said for 40 days, he talked to them nothing about things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And all the Bible is trying to get you to do through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, through Acts and 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians and Galatians and Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, amen, and so far on, is to understand how to live in the kingdom. The Bible said he took you and washed you in his own blood and made you kings. That's why they call him the king of kings. And he made you a Lord. Yes. The Bible calls you a Lord. Yes. But you don't get up. People don't refer to themselves like, no, I just worked down at the plant. <laughs> you have accepted your assignment of the earth. 
but you haven't accepted your calling well, that came out of heaven. Come on. And until you do, it doesn't matter how many crosses you have around your neck. It don't matter how many songs you sing. It doesn't even matter about your attendance until you believe the message he preached. Repent, cause the kingdom is here. Nothing's gonna change in your life. That's why half the church running from Corona. Hey, okay, just get mad all you want to. We need to listen to the experts. No, my Bible said listen to him. Yes. Hear you him. Yes. Amen. You should be listening to him first. Because an expert can tell you, you only have a few days to live. And if you believe that word, amen. And this is why he said repent and believe the gospel. Better show you that one too. Because not only can you repent, now you have to believe what he said over everybody else. Who have believed our report? God want to know what you believe. The Bible said when the Son of Man comes, will he find you believing what he said or what they said? That's right. That's right. Amen. It's coming down to that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look what he said right here. 17, verse 4, chapter 4, verse 20. He was preaching the kingdom and healing what? All. All what? All kind of sickness. Amen. He was healing all of it. Amen. Praise God. And don't think Corona just started. They just didn't show up. In China, Come on. about it, you know, last year sometime, and worked its way all across the Pacific, uh-huh. <laughs> swam all the way across the Atlantic, <laughs> got an Uber, <laughs> and knocked on your front door, <laughs> talking about the chap is here. <laughs> <laughs> Now they're spirits of infirmity. Yes. Yes. You need to listen to what Jesus said. Yes. Look over here. Let's do this. Look over here in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. You need to understand where sickness comes from. It comes from a fallen kingdom. Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38 said, this is the message. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With the Holy Ghost and what? Amen. Amen. Who what about doing what? Healing how many? All. Come on now, that's where he lived. All who were what? Why? Because God was with him. So oppression and sickness comes from the devil. Okay, look over here in Luke. Look over here in Luke. Praise God forever. Luke chapter 13. Let's go over and look at Luke chapter 13. And look at verse 11. 
And behold, praise God, I'm going to give you some scripture today. Because I'm letting you know the sickness comes from the devil. Yes. Corona and all of it. Mm -hmm. It comes from the devil. Mm -hmm. And it comes through a spirit of infirmity. It says right here, and behold, there was a woman that had a spirit, what? How long did you have it? 18 years. That's a long time to have a devil around your house. Now, she don't know it's a spirit of infirmity. She doesn't know that. She has no clue. Because I'm trying to hit, that we should have a clue now. Yes. Because the Bible tells us there's the unseen realm and the seen realm. that when attack comes on a home, you know, the Gadarene demoniac, he had a legion of demons in him. That your house can have demons in it. And you don't even know it because you can't see them. Now she's got something that's attacking her life for 18 years and she can't see it. And the Bible tells us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You should quit calling the president the devil and the 666. That's right. Just because you ain't going to vote for him, he the 666. You got to go to church to even say something like that. You got to go to church and play with your Bible a little bit to even say something like that and call him the devil. No, there are spiritual, spiritual forces that are arrayed against you, but the spiritual realm that's for you is bigger than that. And I'm trying to preach to let you know there's a realm of the spirit that is so great, so powerful, that no weapon formed against you can prosper against you. And you need to come become aware of it. Amen. Amen. So that you go, you know you're gonna win before a challenge even yeah, show up. Right. Yeah. We got this, man. This is over with. Amen. See, when sickness comes against your body, you're supposed to know the healing is already there. That's right. And I know how this thing gonna turn out. Yeah. This is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. When the spirit of infirmity leaves, then the sickness can't stay. Look what it says right here. Behold, a woman, he had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. Demons hold on to your life until they are cast out. And was bowed together together and could no wise lift her up. You may have seen people that are bowed over and they can't stand up straight. You look in it, you see it's a bone disease. It shows up in the bones. It shows up in the bones. And medical science tries to fix the bones. That's what it does. It goes in and tries to fix the bones. That's what the medical realm primarily does. But if you ever find a doctor that believes in the supernatural plus can fix, works in the natural realm, that's who you want to go to. Yes. Yes. Amen. But (laughs) it's attacking her bones. So we try to do something natural to fix it. And you can't. It's kind of like the woman with the issue of blood. Spent all she had going to the physicians. 
But look what happens right here. Look what happens right here. And it says right here, she couldn't lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, now why, why, when he saw her, his assignment kicked in. Now what's his assignment? Was to go about doing what? And healing how many? Something just happened to him. <laughs> he, he, something just happened to him. Because his assignment that came from heaven began to stir in him. And when he saw her, look what happened to him. When he saw her, he called unto, and he called her to him and said unto her. Now look at him. He's calling her to him. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Amen. Praise yeah. it. You got some in your body. Jesus said, come here a minute. <laughs> come here. Let me holler at you a minute. Yeah. Amen. That's what you ought to be hearing yeah. when something is coming against you. Why? Yeah. He's the same yesterday. Yeah. And come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden. Come on, come on now, because these sickness, sickness will put a weight on you. It's what it does. It put, it's a weight that comes on you when you're not feeling well. That's why people want to lay down. When now this, I need to go lay down. Why? Because it's a weight on you. Amen. So this weight was on her for 18 years. And the devil is relentless, but you ought to be a, a shouting and excited because the kingdom is here. Amen. Hallelujah. You ought to say the kingdom is here. Come on now. Preach the message to yourself. The kingdom is here. The heaven realities are real right now in my life for me. I don't have to live like everybody else. See, the government don't know any better than me because I live like everybody else. And you should. And following the ordinances and things like that, they say. Amen. You go into some restaurants, they want you to wear your mask. Because, now, now why do we have to do that? Well, that's a whole lot of reasons, y'all saying. Because everybody don't understand the message of the kingdom. Everybody doesn't understand the message of the kingdom. So, when you go out into this world, you live in this world. Jesus said, I'm going to keep you from the evil that's in the world. I'm not going to take you out of it. I'm just going to make sure the evil in it don't affect your life. So it's evil in the world. And then there's worldly people that don't understand the message of the kingdom. Why? Because the church has not preached it to them. So in order to protect themselves, then they have to take natural means. And the Bible tells you to follow the ordinance of man, so you're going to have to do it because it's, it's an ordinance. So don't go up in there, go, go up in Kroger's talking about you healed and no plague come now you're dwelling and <laughs> preaching all up in Kroger's and, and, and throwing your mask in the potato chip aisle. <laughs> and standing on your mask in the potato chip aisle and then telling them you go to church on the rock. And then have them news in six and ten standing out there waiting on me coming out the door. No, you mask up. <laughs> you hear me? You mask up before you do that to me. <laughs> me on the right. Right. Amen. I put mine on. Yeah. I was somewhere. Where was I the other day? You can't breathe in it. <laughs> I was at Cheesecake Factory. You can't breathe in those masks. Have y'all noticed that? That your oxygen goes down at least 50%. Yeah. And so I had to kind of do this, put mine in there. I hope nobody 
get mad at that. I had to wait mine at half mass. Like he do it right there because he can't breathe either. Praise God. Praise God. You got to praise God. If you go get, I don't know who put these cheap masks out. Cheap masks. Amen. But look at the word, what it say right here. It was known her for 18 years and she was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. Sickness can come on you. The enemy wants to bring it to the point where it's hopeless and you can't help yourself. It's designed to drive you out of your body. It's designed to make you feel like I don't want to live anymore. That's what it's designed to do, is to cause you so much pain, so much discomfort, that you even contemplating leaving. Because nothing within yourself can resolve it. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to drive you out of your body. And that's why Jesus came with the kingdom. And he said, one of the benefits of the kingdom is that you don't have to be sick anymore because God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power Mm -hmm. to drive off the spirit of infirmity. Mm -hmm. That's what's got to go first. Amen. And then the power to bring restoration to your physical body. And God had to teach us and I appreciate the baby over there. She handed me this card. And sometimes God will give you things from people. You got to pay attention. Yeah. The Bible said out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, they have ordained praise. Yes. She handed me this card in Mark 10, 27. And it says, for with God, all things are possible. Yeah. So in the kingdom, there, there are no impossibilities. So if you diagnose with something, amen, and you understand what the kingdom says, come on now. God has shown that I can grow arms back out. Come on now, because in the kingdom, he's, he's demonstrating the kingdom. He's not trying to show you some ability that he has that you don't have access to. He's showing you a whole new way of living. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is here and believe the gospel I'm telling you. Now why is believing so important? Because believing is where you make the transaction. Believing is giving the supernatural power of the kingdom access to your life. God ain't going to kick your dough down and say, you're going to get healed today. Whether you like it or not. You done calling out. You going in today. <laughs> God's not going to do that to you. You're going to have to believe it. That's, that is the responsibility we have. We need to hear the message. We need to repent. And then we need to believe. Now, what is he trying to get me to believe right now? He's trying to get me to understand. I'm in Luke right now. He's trying to get me to understand that spirits of infirmities are responsible for sickness and disease. That's what he's trying to get me to understand. That you need to know where it came from. Right. It didn't come from China. Come on. 
China is not manuf manufacturing viruses. <laughs> now they're making viruses, right? In a major shoes and your shirt and, and your pants. Now they're manufacturing viruses. Sad thing about it, some people believe it. And then you see somebody of Asian descent, you looking at them. They the ones done it. Stop blaming cultures as your problem. It's the devil behind it all. The Bible said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. When you come to church, we're going to help you come to another level. But don't stay at the low level while I'm preaching a high level. And blaming and giving other people power through your words and say they can hold you back. And can nobody hold you back when God's for you? That day is over for anybody. You're in a new kingdom now. Yes. You're going to prosper now. Yes. You're going to walk in healing now. Yes. Amen. Your home is staying together because yes. both of you are going to seek the kingdom. Yes. Amen. My wife and I don't fight over kingdom stuff. We don't fight over serving God. Both of us know when we get up in the morning where we're going. It's not even a discussion. Are you going to church? It's not even a discussion. It don't, it's not, it don't come up. Because when I was a young man, if you didn't want Jesus, I didn't want you. I don't care how you looked. Come on. Amen. Amen. The Bible said beauty is vain. Yes. You better listen to the word. Come on. Amen. Come on, she all of that. <laughs> if that's all you're going to pick by. Amen. You, and, and praise God, everybody should keep themselves up. You should groom yourself. Amen. And look your best. Don't be talking about you. I love Jesus and, you know, you just rough and, and everything. And expect somebody to take you to the altar with Jesus and all your roughness. Amen. The Bible talks about grooming yourself. And you, amen. Hallelujah. It's talking about cleanliness. You all be, Take a bath and all of that. Yeah. Amen. It's all in the word. It's, it's all kingdom living. It's all yeah. in there. It's all in there. Thank you, Lord. But the Bible said a woman that fears God it should be praised. Yeah. He that findeth a wife. I didn't say find a female. I said a wife. Yeah. See, I'm all over the place now. Yeah, right. I'm probably just going to have Sunday dinner and be done with it. <laughs> Amen. Come on now. He said, find the wife, not a female. Not a brick house like that song said back in the day. Well, she's a brick. No. <laughs> you, you should be basing it on, on that. 
36, 24, 30, whatever. <laughs> you shouldn't be basing your selection. <laughs> you should base the selection on the spiritual nature yeah. of the person first. Yeah. Amen. Amen. In the kingdom. Yeah. Now in the world, you should have tribulations. Yeah. Amen. You're going to have trouble out there in the world. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. You bring a demon in there if you want to. I don't care how they look. You're going to have trouble. Right. You're going to have trouble keeping them in the house. Yeah. What do you say? Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> you don't have no trouble keeping me in the house. <laughs> it's you I have trouble keeping in the house. Excuse me for a minute. I'm sorry. Excuse me for a minute. Got personal him for a minute. Amen. I'm just telling you, praise God. Hallelujah. We don't have problems like that. Amen. Amen. The Bible wants you to marry somebody that's equally yoked. They should love God. Amen. And you should love God. Amen. 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 And if you're in a relationship and you married, it doesn't mean you should get rid of the person because the Bible said if, if they are not hindering your personal walk with God, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be a restriction to somebody that wants to serve God. You shouldn't hold people back because they're the ones that's keeping the house. Yeah. They really are. The Bible said they are, they are the ones that's sanctifying the home. They're the ones that's keeping their spirit of infirmity out of the house. Right. Amen. You shouldn't hold somebody back from serving God and want to worship God and go to church and the other party don't. You should let them go because that's the one that's keeping the demons off the house. Right. I'm all over the place, but let me read this right here. And Jesus looked and saw this woman and called her unto him and said, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmities. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Then, now what happens in a situation like that? What happens in a situation like that? His spirit man is housing the power. Amen. His mind is not fighting him on the realities of the kingdom. So the power comes through his spirit man, through his hand, into her body. The power of God is transferable. That's what you need to understand. Amen. And it's only transferable through a citizen of the kingdom. That's why he says in Matt, I ain't got time to go there in Matt, Mark chapter 16. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go, go everywhere. Just do the same thing I did. Announce the gospel, announce the gospel of the kingdom of heaven is here. Yeah. Announce its realities are here. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Announce the realities are here. And then you lay hands on the sick. Amen. Amen. Before you lay hands on somebody, it wouldn't even, it'd be good that you say the kingdom's here. Just worship God that the kingdom is here. I'm announcing that God's presence and power, dominion, and authority is here. Oh, yes, it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's how he felt about it. That's right. And then when he put his hands on them, 
It was the power of the kingdom to do it. There ain't no power in your hand. The power comes from the kingdom. And then when you are aligned with the kingdom and the citizen, of, then the power is designated to flow through you. Amen. That's why you can't be opposing the kingdom and it flow through you. Because now you're a rebel to the kingdom that you live in. That's why obedience is so important. And look down here a little bit further. And look what Jesus said right here. And he's talking to the religious leaders because they got mad because he healed them. Because they, they got mad. I ain't got time to cover this. Because he healed her with the power of the kingdom of God. And they had watched her like that for 18 years. Now that's the power of religion. And he embarrassed them. Because for 18 years they watched her like that. They put her on the sick and shut in list and left her like that. Wouldn't even attempt to manifest the kingdom. Now I told you Wednesday night that religious people will shut the kingdom up. Religion's job is to shut the kingdom up. Preach all other kind of messes, Humpty Dumpty and all kind of stuff. And then shut up the kingdom of God so you never see the realities of the kingdom. Church has no value without the kingdom. And Jesus said it. If the salt has lost its savor, if the light has gone out, it's good for nothing but to be trodden under the foot of men. Without the kingdom, the gathering has no value. None whatsoever. And I didn't make it up. Just go read it in Matthew chapter 6. He's what he said, chapter 7, 6. He said it has no value. And that's the reason why I'm preaching the message. Because that's what he told me to do. They get mad at him. And look what he says right here. You hypocrites. Boy, they really got mad at him then. He said, y'all take care of y'all animals on, on the Sabbath day. And then he goes down here on verse 16. Ought not this woman, this word means have a right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's a daughter of Abraham. Come on. Amen. She is in the lineage of the king. Yeah. Amen. She has a covenant with God. Yeah. Ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham who Satan have what? Bound. Now I tried to go. I did all that teaching to tell you that Satan is the author of sickness and disease and the spirits of infirmities that work for him. Somehow they're involved. So this woman has been bowed over for 18 years and a spirit of infirmities that has been assigned to her from Satan. Amen. Bound her that whole time. Mm -hmm. And it'll stay until somebody gets it off. Medical science will, will make an attempt and try. And sometimes because it's a physical situation that can be reversed, it can be fixed. Mm-hmm. But in many cases, it can't. And this was one of them. And the only thing that can turn this one is the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. But there has to be somebody living in the kingdom, yeah. Yeah. possessing the power of the kingdom. Yeah. Understanding that the kingdom and all of its powers and realities are here Mm -hmm. and decides to do something about it. 
That's why Jesus spent three years training his disciples. Yes. Because he's going to turn this thing over to them. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have to do it with him seated in heaven and them down here representing the kingdom. Amen. And so the enemy's number one attack is to take the power out of the church. The way you do that, you erase the message of the kingdom. Preach everything else. We don't care. They don't care. But don't talk about the kingdom because it means God's rule, power, and authority has just invaded this planet. And it's going to reverse everything that the devil has done. And that is the calling of the church. And that's why Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel of the kingdom. Now, let's look at this real quick and then I got to stop. I just want to show you that. And Jesus, go back to over here into Matthew. Matthew chapter 4, where we ended up. And he said, in Matthew chapter 4, in verse 24, he said, He healed all manner of sickness and disease among the people, and his fame went throughout all of Syria. And they brought unto him, how many? All, all sick people. They brought them to him that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had palsy. And what did he do to them? He healed them all. Amen. Amen. So Jesus in teaching on the kingdom, he says, you need to understand sickness is authored by the enemy. Mm -hmm. Healing is authored by God and his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And when you're of that kingdom, he said, this woman being a daughter of Abraham, she got a right. The word ought means you got, I got a right mm -hmm. to healing. One of the reasons why people in the church cannot get their healing they don't know if it's God's will to heal them. They don't even know the benefit exists. And when you struggle with those two issues, then you cannot believe. It is believing. Look over here in Luke. Let me do this one. So we can see that that was a commandment also. Look over here in um, Mark chapter 1 and verse 15. Mark chapter 1 and verse 15. You need to go back and listen to all these messages on the kingdom. Yes, sir. Because I covered a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And um, we have so much, just only so much time when we come. And uh, look over here in Mark, the gospel of Mark. And verse 15. And the Bible says, uh, well, we read 14 too. And uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 14 and 15. Now, after that John was put into prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching what? So when we, when we see the kingdom of God, when you see the kingdom of heaven, they're synonymous. They mean the same thing. It's the realm in which God rules. Amen. And then he sent Jesus here to this planet to manifest the kingdom. And then he sent Jesus here to offer the invitation to the kingdom. That we have a right to enter into this kingdom and participate in it. Mm -hmm. And this is why Jesus said, the works I do, you'll do also. Yeah. And even greater works than these. Mm -hmm. Every New Testament believer that is born again, how do you get born again? Let's talk about this real quick. 
The Bible said, if you believe that Jesus in, my, in Romans chapter 10, around verse 17, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, God will make it, He does not make it hard to get in the kingdom. You don't get in by performance, you get in by being born again. Yes. And He makes it very simple to be a member of the kingdom of God. And that includes being in the family of God. You become His son and you become a ruler. God's not trying to make you a Presbyterian or Mormon or Baptist. He's not trying to make you full gospel. He's not trying to make you Pentecost. He made you his son. And that's both male and female. He puts you in his family and he made you a ruler. And you are to reign with Jesus Christ. In your days of running and being afraid is over with when you understand the power of the kingdom has come to reside in your life and in your home. You're no longer a victim, you are a victor. Yeah. Amen. And as you come to learn the heavenly realities of the kingdom that belong to you, it changes the quality of life that you have That's right. on this planet. It changes the quality of life of your family. Mm -hmm. That's why he said, I come that you, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The day of the devil controlling your marriage, your children, your family, your finances, your health is over with yes. when you come to understand the power of the kingdom. Yes. And let me read this last verse and then, uh, and then I'm going to talk about being born again and offer that as an invitation that I'm done. It says here, um, Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom because saying the time is fulfilled, which means somebody says happening right now. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. And then it says, repent. And this is additional thing. Believe. Believe the gospel. When you come to church, I, I do my best to keep my Bible open. And I want you to turn to scripture. I want you to see what the Bible said yourself. You should never go away from church saying, pastor said this. You should say, this is what the word of God says. Amen. You should be saying, well, Bishop said, you know what? It should be, this is what the word of God says. I want you to see, because he says, you got to, you don't, it's not believing Bishop. It's not believing Pastor. It's believing the gospel. The, 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 the instructions was repent which means to change the way you think uh -huh. because you're going to have to begin to think about these heavenly realities that belong to you in a whole new light. Yeah. And then he says right here, then I want you to believe. Yes. I want you to believe the, what the gospel says and the truths that are come out of the gospel because it's how you live in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. You should come away with the reality that God heals everything. That's what you should come away from. Yeah. You should come away. The enemy is trying to make people sick. But this sickness, this, this disease did not come from, it didn't come from, it didn't come from China. It came from the enemy. And just because he strikes one people group first, it doesn't mean that they are the cause of it. Because the enemy wants it to pass to everybody. But my, my Bible tells me that Jesus healed them all. And I'm included in that all. Yeah. 
why it said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. And I ought to get up and say praise God forever. Hallelujah. Psalm 91 is working in my house. It shall not come nigh my dwelling. And it dies on contact. It does not hold on to my body. Amen. You can lay hands on yourself. You got to. The Bible says you should lay hands on sick neighbor. Come and say who had to be sick. You can do it yourself. Why? Because the kingdom is here. Amen. Now, the Bible says if you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that you believe that God raised him from the dead, you believe that with all your heart, you shall be saved. Yes. You shall come into the family of God and be a part of the family of God. And now the kingdom is available for you to live in. That's right. Amen. 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 And then you come to learn how to live effectively in that kingdom. Amen. Amen. By getting under a good place where you can learn the word, under really a good pastor to teach you the word of God. Amen. You know, praise God. It shouldn't be the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. My God, if Jesus is taken away and the devil is taken, you ain't got a shot. You're done. Well, that's not truth. That's not true. That's not a part of the gospel that God's taking something away from you. He said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundant. Amen. Praise God. Just close your eyes here for a minute and I'm just going to pray this prayer. And uh, if you need to enter the kingdom today, you can. You can be born again today. You can do that and begin to learn. If you're watching online and uh, uh, I'm just going to believe those simple steps God gave us to believe and accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. To receive salvation from what? The kingdom of this world. Satan and the kingdom of darkness. That's what he came to save us from. He came to save us from the attack of the kingdoms of darkness. And then he gave us a kingdom that we can live in. Where there's provision, where there's health, where there's healing, there's peace for your entire family. God is a good God. He doesn't take anything away from you. He doesn't take your relatives. He doesn't take people you love out of your family. It causes them to pass away. He doesn't do that. He promises with long life will I satisfy you. And I will demonstrate the salvations of the kingdom. God wants you to live a long and healthy life. That's the will of God. Just because you increase in age, you're not supposed to, your body's not supposed to fail you. God will help sustain you. Amen. He's our keeper and our sustainer. Hallelujah. Just everybody will pray this with me and, and, and it, praying it with me. You may have already prayed it, but just pray it again because uh, it'll help you understand how to lead other people to the Lord. Father God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And you raised him from the dead. From the dead. And I believe that. I believe and I turn. I and I believe, and I believe the gospel. And I receive, I receive salvation, salvation into your family. Into your I receive the kingdom of heaven. It becomes my reality from this day forward. I'm in the family of God. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that's just as simple as it gets. It's called the simplicity of the gospel. Has anybody here prayed that for the first time? You prayed that for the first time? Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, welcome to the family of God. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I don't know about you. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Lord. Everybody just lift your hands to heaven right now. Hallelujah. Father, we receive the kingdom. We receive the Holy Ghost afresh and anew. Praise God. Father, we receive the, the power of God afresh and anew. Wherever you want to send us this week, we receive power. Hallelujah. We receive the Holy Ghost. Just say that with me. Father, I receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. Empower my life to share the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever I go. I receive the anointing to say the kingdom is here. God's power and his ability for abundant life. It's here in the name of Jesus. Use my life to go into all the world and preach the gospel. I lay hands on the sick by the power of God and they are recovered. I cast out devils in the name of Jesus and I receive the supernatural ability to speak to God in the name of Jesus in tongues in Jesus name thank you Lord for the power of the Holy Spirit I'm changing I am born from heaven and I'm in the kingdom forever in Jesus name amen Hallelujah. Go ahead and praise God on the line. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we got a special week coming up this week, and um, we got a special.